Hey friends, it's Andy. Welcome to our new show, Accelerate Expresso. Look, I mean, I know you're busy, and it's hard to keep up with all six of the great episodes we publish each week. So, with this show, Accelerate Expresso, we're going to deliver highlights from each episode from the previous week. And in the process, give you short, delicious shots of insight from a show you might have missed, and to help amp you up for the coming week. Now, before we jump into it, please remember to visit iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, leave a review, please, for Accelerate. We need your feedback to ensure that we keep delivering the high levels of value you expect. Okay, let's express it. First up this week from episode 458 is David A. Fields. David's a speaker, consultant, and author of The Irresistible Consultant's Guide to Winning Clients. We had a great conversation about his six pillars that any salesperson can use, including you, to help make yourself irresistible to your buyers. I think in the book, I have the what I call the six pillars of consulting success. Know, like, trust, need, want, and value. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are and, good. And part of – so the emotional pillars, like and trust and want – especially like and trust, a lot of the way you build that is by paying attention to the other person, right? They, they want to know that you like them. They want mm-hmm. to know that you're attending to them. And when you do that, pe- people genuinely like other people who seem to pay attention to them, <laughs> so, you know, who think that they're interesting. So if you think the other person is interesting, guess what? They'll, they'll like you because yep. they think you like them. On Tuesday in episode 459, I spoke with John H. Johnson. He's the president and CEO of Edgeworth Economics, keynote speaker and author of Every Data, the misinformation hidden in the little data you consume every day. Now, this has become one of my favorite books, and this is one of my favorite episodes ever, because you know, we're all consumed with the idea of data and metrics and sales, and John, who's a real data expert, points out the common mistakes we all make and how we read and interpret and use data. Well, and even the most disciplined statistician scientist is prone to these things. I mean, I, I always give this example of the fact that, you know, I try to eat healthy, I try to exercise, but, you know, every time I see one of those ads for the, oh, new study says uh, eat five avocados a day and you'll lose five pounds in a week, I should know better, but I'm still inclined <laughs> to go buy some avocados, right? And so well, it's like Robert Cialdini, you know, I asked him you know, why he wrote his book, Influence. And he said, well, because I'm a sucker. <laughs> you know, I want right. to know why influence yeah. worked, right? Yeah. And so, it, you know, again, I'm not trying to paint a negative um, picture of data. I'm actually a huge proponent of data and thinking rigorously about information and data and what can be learned from it. But I think as you embark on a journey where you try to think about data, you have to be very disciplined. What are the types of questions you're trying to answer? Does the data you have actually give you enough complete information to answer the questions? Um, what would be ideal in a world where maybe you don't have the ideal information? What can you learn? What are the limitations? That's a much more helpful framework than thinking the data is going to give you the definitive answer simply because you have a lot of it. Next up in episode 460 is Mike Kunkel who's a widely recognized sales transformation strategist. Perhaps you've read his blog. He's a speaker and a writer. And we had a great conversation about how to use systems to accelerate your sales. 
and and in different companies there'll be different political environments and people will you know we uh, thank you aristotle right for ethos pathos and logos the first sales <laughs> trainer because you know is still today it's no different humans have not evolved as much as we like to think we have we you know if you make a logical argument um, if you make an emotional appeal and that logic backs that argument and you've established credibility, you know, that's how you make an effective case and presentation. And if you do that from the other person's point of view, outside in with your buyers and understand, you know, where they are and why there's pain there and where they want to go and what the positive outcomes would be. And, you know, how do you how are you going to work with them to co create a solution that will close that gap um, and you can do the ethos pathos logos thing uh, throughout that process um, you 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 then finally are not ignoring that as logical as we are in business people still make emotional decisions and we very often don't like to talk about that it's, it's sort of like you know money people get hung up talking about money or budget or cost or things and we get you know, we kind of shy away from Talking about emotions because, oh my God, that's touchy-feely and I certainly don't want to go there. Uh, yet there were emotional factors and pressures that people feel. I think about something Wayne Dwyer said years ago that struck me. He said, uh, you know, when you squeeze an orange, what comes out? And the juice comes out, right? And mm -hmm. why does that come out? It's what's inside. And people are the same way. If you squeeze people. Right, whatever comes out is kind of like what's inside. And people in corporate America, people in business today, are probably more squeezed in a variety of ways than than ever before. Right, so there are tensions that they're feeling, and there are pressures that they're under. And if you can, you know, without being obvious or without doing it to be manipulative, if you can understand that individual in their world and what matters to them and how they're measured and what their fears are and what they want to move toward. Right, then you can work with them to deliver the things that will help them get what they want. And you know, not all of our solutions will magically meet all of those uh, needs for everybody. But if you understand that to the best of your ability, along with all of the other factors and, and decision criteria for each of your buyers, you have a much higher likelihood of success. And you will separate yourself from the pack of other sellers by a wide margin because it's very few people who are truly focused on selling to the whole person. In episode 461, I spoke with Amit Bendoff. Amit is the founder and CEO of Gong.io. And in our conversation, we discussed how to use certain technologies to free up frontline sales managers to become better coaches. Well, I think they face the same challenge. There's uh, so much activity that nobody has the time to really coach the salespeople and help them. Selling mm -hmm. uh, is, is rarely easy. Right. And there are a lot of nuances uh, that it's very hard for a new salesperson to figure out. And they usually learn the hard way by trial and error. Sure. If they're lucky, they're successful. And if they're not as lucky, then uh, they're not successful and, and they get fired. Um, and the challenge is managers don't have time to really listen to what the reps are saying, coach them, and provide uh, some good advice. And the reps don't have it either. So the knowledge is in the organization. It's... Some of the better mm -hmm. reps, uh, every rep knows like bits and pieces that other people don't, and managers definitely have the information, but there is no exchange or information because nobody has the time. All right, so how are you helping address that? So Gong makes it easy uh, for people to listen to each other, 
and provide coaching advice and other advice and to share knowledge. So you're recording outbound phone calls. We're recording all calls, okay, automatically without the rep or anyone needing to take any action. Mm -hmm. We automatically transcribe them, index them, and share them with the right people. We highlight the interesting parts about every call, okay, so you, you don't need to listen to a full hour. You just say, okay, what was the pain points? Which question were asked? What's the next step? Usually in two to three minutes, you can understand the gist of the call. Ask for help from your manager or your manager can listen to the call and provide some advice. Uh, very, very easy. And it's, it's um, without changing the way that you work. So we offer um, organization the ability to share that knowledge and share field intelligence uh, without changing the way that they work. On Frontline Friday this week, episode 462, Bridget Gleason and I dove deep into one of our favorite topics, books, and more specifically sales books. And we had a conversation about how to get the most from reading a sales book. Okay, one that I started, I'm not very far through it, is called Getting More. Do you know that one? Sounds like a very 80s book. Um, it's... Okay, well, it's a negotiation. It's a negotiation book. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's Stuart Diamond. And it's, uh, it's an interesting take on negotiation. It's much more about the emotional and interpersonal Mm -hmm. as opposed to the tactical or even strategic. And Sort of the premise is, is that emo- uh, emotions destroy negotiations and they distract people from their goals. And if you, it, whenever you get emotional, you lose, you lose power. And you've got to just take a break. So talks a lot about the emotions first mm-hmm. before. Um, what are some other things? Talks about being incremental mm-hmm. in negotiating as opposed to going it's easier for people to accept these incremental changes as opposed to a big one um being a good communicator that's i think important again i'm not all the way through it but i but i like it so far it's just an interesting take on it so i'm enjoying it it was recommended by one of my reps finally this week episode 463 with elise mitchell She's the CEO of Mitchell Communications Group and CEO of Dentsu Aegis Public Relations Network, as well as the author of an interesting book called Leading Through the Turn, How a Journey Mindset Can Help Leaders Find Success and Significance. Make sure you check it out. Well, it's interesting. Um, the I, I, I've often had people tell me, and, and your listeners might resonate with this, this phrase, the journey matters as much as the destination. Yes, the, and, journey, you know, the journey is its own reward. Right. I've always heard that. And you know what? I never bought it. Because I am a destination person by nature. You know, in business, family life, you name it, I'm one of those folks that I like to know where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. And the rest is just scenery. And that's what I used to think. That's how I lived my life. And I've certainly reached a lot of destinations that I've set my sights on. I've, I've built a company and I've uh, then sold it. And I'm today I'm part of a global organization. And we've reaped a, a lot of great rewards from that. And entrepreneurship has definitely been the ride of my life, but it almost cost me far more because 
when you have a strength like that, being very driven, when it goes to an extreme, it can become your weakness. And for me, I became so focused on building my business and wanting to be successful that everything around me began to suffer. My relationships with my family and my friends, my own health, my own spiritual, social life, all those things that really make life so rewarding they were really suffering. And I had to really stop and rethink my whole, as you say, the journey mindset, the whole mindset of how I wanted to approach striving to reach my goals, but not missing the whole ride of my life along the way, which is what I was doing. And so today, and motorcycling was sort of the catalyst for making me rethink the value of the journey itself. And so today, I consider myself very much a destination leader, still very driven, but with a journey mindset, which means I've learned how to really savor the experience of the journey. So that's it, friends. Another excellent week of Accelerate, the world's best sales podcast. Please take 30 seconds right now. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. I personally want to know what I can do to make this an even more valuable resource for you. For our regular listeners, I'll see you bright and early Monday morning. For everyone else, we'll see you again back here next week. Until then, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone.